Well, tough times for sheep and beef farmers who are facing the highest on-farm inflation since the 1980s. A beef and lamb report shows a 40-year high at 16.3%, two and a half times the consumer price inflation rate. But Westpac senior agricultural economist Nathan Penny says there's light at the end of the tunnel and Nathan's with me now. So Nathan, this light at the end of the tunnel, is it an oncoming train? Are things going to get better? Good morning. Um, yeah, we, we, we um, do expect to see some relief for farmers uh, in terms of price uh, or input inflation on farm falling over the course of this year. Um, but as the report from uh, uh, Beef and Lamb says, um, it has been, uh, on-farm inflation has been white hot over the past year. It's a huge rate, isn't it, compared to that of the consumer price inflation rate. What's been driving it up in the rural sector? Yeah, so some things, um, you know, obviously on farm a little bit different to what consumers buy. Um, things like fertiliser have been um, been uh, red hot, um, as well as feed. And the other thing um, for farmers, um, the big cost of farmers has been their interest rate bills. So um, that's been, um, you know, interest rates in general for everybody have been rising at pace over the last year. So they're, they're the three main drivers. Mm. How tough is it out there for farmers? It's not just inflation. Everyone likes to throw the farmers under the bus for everything that's going wrong with the environment. We've all got a role to play. So how tough is it out there for the rural sector? Yeah, so I mean, the other thing that's been happening is that, you know, um, farm margins and profits have been squeezed by the other side of the equation, and that's, that's prices. So commodity prices over the past year have have been coming off. Um, so, so that's meant that farm profits uh, margins have been falling over the past year. And the other, the other thing that farmers have been battling is, is, is regulation and compliance. So, so they've had their work cut out, them, cut out for them for the last year, essentially. All right. So where are we seeing the relief in terms of bringing inflation down? What's, what's your average farmer on the land going to see initially? Um, so they've already seen some uh, fertiliser prices uh, fall. So that's one, one thing. And, and fuel prices have, have fallen similarly over the past um, few quarters. Um, and then the other, one, other biggie that I mentioned at the start was was interest rates. So we are at or near the peak. So so there's there's a few things that um, should, should contribute to a falling rate of of, of um, price increases um, for, across across farms. You know, when you hear about the dairy auctions going so well, you've seen those going through the roof, the milk payouts going out, but so are the costs. A lot of farmers who don't have a lot of equity, who still have huge mortgages, they're not really getting ahead of things. So. How quickly is this rate likely to fall and be beneficial for them? Yeah, so I guess the um, we're expecting by the end of this year for it to to really start to come off come off um, that white hot pace that we've seen um, over the past year. Um, you know, we, we've we've penciled in um, you know for it to fall back into single digits. So there is there is relief at, <clears throat> at the end of the tunnel uh, for for um, farmers. But yeah, it, it doesn't mean that that necessarily that that um, farm costs or input prices are going to go back to what they were. I think the one thing is that we, we noticed that like these um, costs are likely to be locked in at higher levels. So that does mean a change, um, a structural change in costs for farmers. Mm. Well, you're seeing it firsthand, being with a bank. What are you seeing in terms of the pressure that's put on those with huge debt who haven't been able to cope with these record astronomical inflation rates? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's 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 tough out there for farmers, and I mean, one one thing is that um, farmers have been 
I think on the debt front, it probably the, the levels aren't as as bad as they have been in past years. So that's that's a good been a good starting point for farmers is that they're, they're up there working with a lot of debt levels than than they've, they've seen in the past, and that means that the interest rate bills are somewhat more manageable than they might have been in in, in past years had we had this high inflation and, and, and lifts in interest rates. Mm. Um, but but yeah, it is, it is tough, and farmers are um, yeah experiencing you know some tough times on the farm. You know, globally, with everyone looking through that lens of environmental issues and low carbon miles and all that, is it becoming harder to become an exporter of primary produce in New Zealand? I think yeah, New Zealand, New Zealand farms, you know, they do really well on that front. Um, yeah, internationally, we see that they're competitive on in terms of their environmental offering compared to you know other producers globally. So we 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 are we are. We, we do do well, although the pace of change of um, compliance and, and regulation is, is, is a battle. Um, and I guess that's what farmers are, are battling at the same time as these costs are racing away. Mm. So, Nathan, good news in amongst the bad news. It looks like the, the light at the end of the tunnel could well and truly be light at the end of the tunnel and not an oncoming train. Westpac senior agricultural economist there, Nathan Penny. So what does this mean for you? It means a lot for everybody in terms of the way that it all trickles down and affects us in the towns and the cities when the farmers are doing well. For more from Early Edition with Kate Hawksby, listen live to Newstalk ZB from 5am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.